Welcome to Shaping E-Commerce with Iron Plane. This is where we talk about e-commerce development, solutions, digital marketing, and all things e-commerce. Be sure to check out the description below each video to find additional resource links and show notes. We upload new videos each day. Please like and subscribe to our channel. Well, thanks everyone for joining us today on this episode of Shaping E-Commerce with Iron Plane. I'm Tim Bucciarelli. And today I'm joined by Eddie Shea from Order Groove. We're discussing subscriptions, subscription management, and the Order Groove platform. So, Eddie, thank you very much for joining me today. And if you could give everyone a short intro about uh, your background and your role at Order Groove, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, Tim. Um, this is super fun. Thank you. Can't wait to, to dig into subscriptions. So my name is Eddie Shea. I'm the head of partnerships here at Order Group. I manage all of our external relationships between platforms, agencies, and technology partners. Been here just shy of about a year and a half and previously spent four years on the partnership team at Shopify Plus. And then before that, I actually worked at a, a commerce digital agency um, called Retention Commerce. So uh, probably seven or eight years now within e-commerce. Uh, kind of a breadth of experience between agency to a platform, obviously Shopify, and now at, uh, at a tech partner. That sounds Order. like a perfect lead up to Order Group. You got the retention background, you got the e-commerce background. Um, yeah. yeah, really cool. Okay. And uh, give us a little bit of a snapshot in terms of Order Group specifically and its history or background. Like, where did it come from um, and who's behind it? Totally. So we, we've been around for about over a decade now, so I'll try to keep it short, but uh, Order Groove is a relationship commerce platform focused on recurring revenue and subscriptions. We started out very, very early, uh, about, like I mentioned, just over 10 years ago, powering the subscription programs for large retail brands such as Home Depot, L'Oreal, Estee Lauder, and so forth. So back then, it was like half professional services where we actually build this out on custom platforms, and the other half was actually a SaaS business. Um, as e-commerce evolved, like we, we know, we've seen it does um, from Demandware to the Magento days, and now Magento and, and Shopify and BigCommerce, all these different platforms have a very predictable state for us to integrate with them to provide subscriptions. Um, so we're always natively integrated with the e-commerce e platform themselves, and we provide a world-class uh, ability to, to provide your customers with subscription management. So as an agency, we can work with our clients who are on the Magento platform to hook them into the Order Groove subscription platform. At that point, Order Groove is essentially a SaaS platform that you're connecting with. Yeah, that's correct. So pretty much we will be a front end, usually a JavaScript injection on the PDP. And then you'll give obviously a certain number of products or SKUs the ability to replenish at certain cadences. We absorb all that data from the e-commerce platform. And then on the back end, when those cadences hit, usually a 30-day cadence for let's say skincare or protein powder will actually inject those orders back into the platform so that the, the merchants themselves or these brands don't have to worry or think about it. When you talk about clients, um, who would you describe as your kind of target client and maybe then highlight a couple of clients that you work with today that are particularly interesting? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's definitely evolved over the course of the last 10 years. Um, so primarily, if you looked at us when we first started, it was a very enterprise-heavy tool. We had an incredible sales team, which we still do, selling into the, the IR 1000s, the top retailers in the world, and trying to provide an online subscription experience for them, and also omni-channel. So we're actually in a lot of retail locations at the POS level. 
Um, as these SaaS e-commerce platforms start to come out, maybe demand where we were very tightly integrated with them later on, um, we would target them in market a little bit more. Uh, obviously, with the more recent wave, perhaps in the last five years of these fast-growing DC brands, um, uh, we've been integrating with big commerce and Shopify and, and allowing these fast growing brands to actually scale for subscriptions. So if you look at our ICP, it's kind of uh, pretty much everything right now. We have a lot of experience. So when we have our large retailers, we still power the, the subscription experience for L'Oreal, PetSmart, Home Depot, the honest company on Salesforce Commerce Cloud. When you talk about the high growing mid-market segment and the DDC brands, we have Stumptown Coffee, we have Pete's Coffee, we have Birchbox, which is like a poster child of subscription boxes. It is, yeah. Yeah, and like Shinesty, which is like a really fun boxer underwear company. So um, we're continuing to, let's say, I don't think you like to use the term move down market, but serving the VSPs and having this really product led approach uh, in the future is, is a huge priority for, for us uh, without ignoring, obviously, the power of our platform and still targeting the enterprise space. For merchants who are looking for ideas about what subscription platforms would best suit their needs. You know, what features do you kind of highlight to those merchants that are a little bit more unique and distinguishing for Order Groove? Yeah, it definitely depends on the market segment that you're in. Uh, but one thing to really, really keep in mind is you would want to find a partner within the subscription space um, that's going to be very retail focused. Um, so they, they're used to dealing with high skew counts. They're used to dealing with solid goods that has the inventory and how you decrement inventory, uh, what your out of stock logic is, uh, what ESP do you actually integrate with to have the, the, that customer facing angle. So when you look at this market with a subscription space or recurring revenue, you're totally right. It's kind of all over the board and there's a dozen competitors everywhere. Um, but then you look at perhaps like the Chargeifies and Chargebees were incredibly powerful platforms, but that's something that I would use if I started a SaaS company these days, right? So if you look on their Page. It's usually like a really large SaaS companies that leverage them. So you want to make sure you're on a retail or, or a kind of a, a brand's focused type of subscription platform. And then within that space, you look at some of the competitors. One thing about subscriptions is obviously it deals with a lot of payments. Um, so just because of security reasons, scalability reasons, you want to make sure that the partner that you're with has, has the ability to scale with you into the enterprise as you grow. I think most, if not every single small business has the ambition to grow, um, you know, much further than they ha are at right now and hopefully double or triple revenue year over year for fast growing DTC brands. So at some point, most platforms are going to hit a limitation on, on a lot of things that I mentioned, like out of stock management, uh, a customer, uh, a custom portal for your subscription management interface. These are things that order has been doing for a decade. So it, it allows you to be incredibly flexible as you grow. So for us, some features that people really, really enjoy is out of the box for a customer portal, what we call the subscription management interface, we'll give you the ability to provide your customers to skip a delivery, change date of a different uh, of a delivery if they're overstocked or if they're on vacation. If they get flavor fatigue for a coffee bean or a protein powder, you can actually skew swap without having to cancel the order. If you want to add, if you want to add a single skew to your next subscription, uh, you can do that on the same checkout um, and not be billed for at a different cadence. So all of these things that you maybe not thought about when you first set up subscriptions for, I just want 30 day replenishment on two skews. You'll soon bump up to these 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 limitations um, and. We've seen pretty much everything in the last 10 years, and we'd like to think that we can uh, power merchants of all sizes and we're incredibly platform agnostic, so any platform too. As, as an end user, I can tell you how much I appreciate that type of flexibility when I can go in and I can adjust 
all of my settings for whether I want to skip one or whether I don't want to do 30 days, I want to make it 60 days. I don't want it to be, you know, um, uh, if, if, for example, and I don't know if you mentioned this, but if I am away, but I don't want to miss that delivery while I'm on vacation, maybe I can put in a new address for that particular shipment just to temporarily get it there. I don't know if that's something that you guys offer as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, we do do that. And that's, yeah. I mean, the biggest reasons for cancellations on a subscription is overstock. So two reasons for our, our skip delivery is one, if they're overstocked, skip the subscription. And then two, if they're on a vacation, a long vacation, they call skip the delivery. Um, so a lot of other platforms, you're gonna have to do a lot of custom development and hacking around the e-commerce platform in both uh, and, and the subscription platform. For us, it's out of the box. It's a check box. You say, hey, I wanna skip the delivery option on the subscription management interface and it's done. So pretty nice feature. And so for Ironplane, we work with two e-commerce platforms. We work with Magento, also called Adobe Commerce, and we work with Big Commerce. Um, could you touch on kind of any of the experience that you have with Order Groove and those particular platforms? Yeah, so we integrate with both of those very deeply. And when I mean deeply, it's like we're at the checkout level. Um, so one thing is order group doesn't have the notion of our own checkout. You're never exiting whatever commerce platform you're on or the storefront experience to actually check out for a subscription purchase. Um, and that holds true for both big commerce and Magento. Um, I will say, I mean, Magento really is still the most flexible, obviously open source platform available on the market. So we see very, very interesting use cases, usually build a box, curation boxes, pick your own box where you're throwing items into a single subscription possible on Magento. So um, we have people like Hotel Chocolat of the UK. It's like the Godiva over there that, that has a very complex uh, subscription logic. And we power that on Magento. Um, for big commerce, obviously more so in the SaaS platform um, where, where it's a little bit more closed source and you have to work within a limitation, but everything's a little bit more predictable, right? You can't get out over your skis on a closed source platform because they have built in the rails to keep you there. Um, so we see a lot of the faster growing D2C brands, perhaps with a smaller B2B use case on big commerce. And again, we're fully and directly integrated with them and allowing them to scale. We also power almost every single Procter & Gamble brand um, for subscriptions on big commerce. So if you look at Gillette, Art of Shaving, Olay, that all has order group tied into the PDP. So both commerce platforms are great. I think it depends where you are as a merchant, how much international you do, how much B2B you do, how many storefronts you want to carry that will actually allow you to, to, to make the right decision. But we've seen them all. I, as a merchant, would be a little anxious about, you know, undertaking a subscription platform for my business if I feel like it's going to be a little bit more complicated, some platforms are like, here's a box, work within that box. It's really easy to manage everything. It, everything you need is in there. It's very intuitive. Be done. We're not going to have to do really anything other than configure the switches the way that you want them. Yeah. And then there's like, okay, here's the box, but we can do these 10 things outside of the box. And then there's like, okay, there's not really a box. There's more like ideas and best practices, but we basically build whatever you need. So as a merchant who's looking for something, maybe that's not the end of the line there, which is like build total custom solution. Does Order Group have a spectrum of what you offer? Like something that's a little bit more the box all the way out to the custom, or do you kind of fit somewhere within that spectrum 
Yeah, I would say we would fit somewhere within that spectrum um, with the one that you mentioned uh, last as being like, we have open APIs, do whatever you want if you want to. All the way distilled down to, hey, our new big commerce heritage actually does have this self-service side of things where you can go into the app store, you can download, you can pick the SKU, and you can set subscriptions up. You know, uh, Okay, that's degree. perfect. That's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's a muscle, candidly, that we haven't had in the past because we've been so enterprise heavy. So for our for our entire company to say, hey, let's start serving this part of the market and do it really well uh, is super special. Um, and something about Order Group is like we're trying to go deep in everything that we do. So we want to make sure the experience is actually, we think about the totality experience. So making sure that the download, the install, uh, the configure stage is all, all very easy. Um, and then when you need a little bit more of complexity, um, they should be talking to people like Iron Plane to see, hey, what are the limitations of the platform? How creative can I get with subscriptions? How do I drive the LTV up for each one of my subscribers? So it's very exciting, but we're starting to serve the spectrum, the uh, lower end on the spectrum, which is these fast-growing DDC brands like we haven't before. Yeah, great. And regarding Magento, uh, like I, I really like the big commerce kind of go into the app store, grab it, and you can configure it as you need. With Magento, um, is there an extension that exists or a module that exists that either was developed by either order group directly or from an existing um, Magento development company? Yeah, so there is available for 2.3 uh, and most recently 2.4 also uh, and the more entire the later versions and those were both available and we have dozens of merchants on each of those integrations and did you build that uh extension yourself or is that something that's built by someone else uh, we product managed the entire 2.3 and then it was built in externally uh 2.4 we brought in-house oh cool okay great but but the point is there is an extension you can start there and you can build out the customizations that you need from there okay cool totally. great um so I understand that Order Group has some facet of its functionality built in kind of the AI realm, AI slash machine learning. It, it, it's a little bit of a gray area there, I know. But if you could explain, you know, the push for authentic customer engagement these days is very real from both sides. Both merchants want it and the customers, of course, want it. So where does AI play a role for Order Groove in making that actually happen? Yeah, and of course, we at Order Groove, we're going to talk about AI from the subscription standpoint. So we have something called Anticipate AI, which is really a machine learning engine where we're ingesting data from how the customers interact with the subscription management interface, the emails that you send out, uh, and perhaps their last order history or order status. Um, and we get that data to hopefully spin it to you uh, to provide a more authentic and more human experience. So for us, it's called Anticipate AI. We will actually put, hey, because they've been poking around the SMI, because they're skipping certain deliveries, they might be overstocked. Um, so we actually put a churn score on them, right? So it's a very real life example of how AI can work for you as a brand. You can take that churn score, integrate it with your ESP, and from different tiers, depending on the churn score, you can send different messaging. Um, and we found out it's actually very good to be incredibly proactive about people who might be canceling soon because it's always better for them to skip one, two, or even three orders and extend the LTV and make sure that they stay on as subscribers than for you just to send a next order. It shows up on the doorstep. They look at the credit card statement. They're like, oh man, another 50 bucks I didn't expect and they go cancel the order. So everything, all the tools that we provide is for you as a brand to provide a more authentic experience. We don't take over like any verbiage or language and like you should be saying this, uh, but we do provide a lot of uh, information for you to take the next step. So this makes me think a little bit about um, 
I know my own experience when I'm frustrated with a subscription for one reason or another and I want to leave that that is what you're calling churn or risk of churn and that as a merchant is like ah we we have to mitigate churn as much as possible and there are a lot of different ways that people can churn but let's talk a little bit about that scenario where i'm frustrated for some reason i didn't expect to pay another fifty dollars this month even though i know that i'm subscribed uh Mm -hmm. or I, i am overstocked so there's another element that that is I see frequently is this kind of sense of quizzing people as mm-hmm. they're thinking about leaving your subscription. What what is the role that that type of interaction plays? Yeah, it's huge, and I think anything with with forms and, and a guided selling experience and zero party data is is really important right now. So I'll talk about kind of these forms in two 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 things or two ways. Like you just mentioned, um, the more data you have, the more empowered you are as a merchant, the better you are in the future, right? So for us, we actually have very advanced tools and we integrate with other partners that when people do cancel from your service or cancel from your product, there's like a set of few few questions on why they canceled, right? You can absorb that into your CRM. Is it because they didn't like the flavor? Is it because um, your supply was too low? You provide three fluid ounces of face cream and it should really be six. And then you can actually go and make the product better and then retarget or reach out to cancel subscribers in the future. So the ingestion of zero party data right now through forms and quizzes, even at a cancellation level is super important. On the flip side, the guided selling experience for you as a merchant, again, we want to provide this authentic experience. You want to build that community and that relationship to have it on the front end to say, Hey, what's your skin type? You know, do you use sunscreen or whatever it may be? You have this entire experience to target the number of SKUs that you think would be best for them to obviously improve version hopefully turn them into a subscriber so forms in general guided selling zero party data uh, i think it's only going to get more popular and a lot of merchants are leveraging it in really cool ways and that zero party data i'm thinking mainly about the kind of initial questionnaire to get the kind of get to know me questionnaire i can see that is interesting in two realms one is the privacy realm as a user you want to make sure that your information isn't being kind of you know i don't know advertised anywhere else or shared with any other companies i I know that that's down to the merchant that's probably not up to order group but anyway that's just an interesting consideration but the other one is like making use of that data throughout that customer's experience could be interesting so that if you start to see you know, a certain type of customer performing in a certain manner and they all have common data points that might inform how you engage with them. Is that something that's built into the order group or is that something that's a little bit more sophisticated, depends on their marketing automation? Correct. I think it's going to be more at a marketing automation slash CDP level. What we want to do is take every single subscription order, make sure that you can actually build in fields, metadata, and things to actually spit back into it. Uh, I do think personalization in general is things that people are underutilizing. So if you see some of those awesome platforms out there, definitely take a demo and see how you can enhance the experience. Um, but for us, it's really just subscriber data, subscriber information, give it back to the marketing automation tools, and then hopefully you can work your magic there. But really segmentation and cohort analysis right now is huge, especially as you're trying to mine within your customer base on how you can generate more lifetime value. Yeah. Okay. 
So that that gives me a sense of the market. It gives me a sense of the history of Order Groove, their place in the market, their kind of unique offerings, um, their integrations, uh, the the broad spectrum of of available functionality, which is really interesting. I think. Are there any you know I don't know misconceptions out there that you've come across in the subscription world, whether it's by merchants or by end users, in terms of of uh, subscription platforms in general? I wouldn't say misconception, but I would say kind of the entire ethos, a lot of, from the consumer side of things, like it's like, uh, I don't want to subscribe to more things because obviously you'll forget and things will keep coming in. So you as a merchant, I think the biggest thing to do um, to combat that is actually provide a world-class subscription experience. And usually the misconception is that all subscription platforms are built the same. It's like, hey, I'm just going to set these SKUs for 30-day replenishment, put it on my PDP, and hope it works. The level of features and the depth of features that these subscription platforms will vary greatly, right? And especially everything going on with kind of the top of the funnel and marketing dollars and, like you mentioned, Apple track, uh, Apple app tracking and, and everything. Um, that top of the funnel is going to be very, very difficult to, to keep mining. So going into a subscription platform, try to map out what you expect today, what your subscription program looks like, and poke around and see how uh, what type of merchants are doing something that's very creative, perhaps something you would may maybe do two or three years down the road. Um, and from there, I would make actually a choice that you can scale into because with subscriptions and payments, the last thing you want to do is do a large migration with thousands of payment tokens and you never know the level of risk to your business that has. Right. So don't pick something that's just fit for today. Pick something where you want your business and your subscription program to be in three years. Find the right partner uh, and go from there. And that's exactly the point of these conversations. Like we're having for ourselves, it's really important that we educate ourselves as an agency, as an e-commerce agency to learn more and more about these platforms so that we can advise our clients or at least not even advise them, but just put in front of them the the best in class platforms that we've discovered so that they can then evaluate based on their needs and take the time to fully think out their needs and find exactly the right platform so that's totally in line with what we're doing these days um, and hopefully merchants out there will take advantage of this conversation and other conversations and learn as much as they can before they sign up with a platform that may not quite meet their needs so um with that in mind, can you give folks some idea of maybe your recommended first steps for them if they're looking at Order Groove or they're looking at subscriptions in general? Any resources or maybe just, you know, even just the Order Groove website? I'm not yeah. sure. What would you recommend as kind of good first steps? I think that's a great place to start is ordergroup.com because we actually did a rebrand about six weeks ago. So you're going to have a lot more case studies. You're going to have a lot of, uh, and it looks way better. Um, and then you have a lot of different contact forms on who you want to talk to. If you would love to partner and you're also an agency, that's awesome. You can reach out to me directly. But for the merchants out there that are listening, um, really dig into some of these awesome use cases. No pressure. Don't reach out until you find some, see something that you like. Uh, but do visit us on your website. I think we are powering some of the largest subscription programs the world for both retailers and D2C. So to learn something from them would be awesome. Um, so visit our website and feel free to reach out. Okay. And you're on LinkedIn. People can find you as well, Eddie Shea on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Very active on LinkedIn. So okay. uh, 
love that too. Yeah. And I've seen, uh, of course we follow order groove on LinkedIn and I've seen, they've been a lot more active on LinkedIn. So yeah. uh, that's <laughs> as well. hopefully we'll get a share of this, of this recording from that. Yeah. From that uh, That'd be awesome. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Well, Eddie, thank you so much for joining us today on Shaping E-Commerce. And I'll look forward to maybe having another session where we dig a little bit deeper into subscriptions. Uh, but for now, hopefully our audience has learned a little bit more. And um, thank you very much for joining us. Of course. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. All right. Take care. For more insights on how to improve your e-commerce website and for a free consultation, visit ironplane.com. Follow us on social media and like and subscribe below.